Hey guys, welcome back. BDCKR here. We're back with Season 6, Episode 2 of our weekly uh, PCAT. Uh, P and Q and C and A and T, which stands for Podcasts and Questions and Comments and Answers and Talking. Uh, podcast, if you want to access it that way, we'll have all that information in the description. I don't think we need to talk too much about it since we talked about it last time, but basically we're just... Uh, available as a podcast now without the video component. So if you want to check us out there, feel free. And I, I sort of want to say it's the best part when you get to watch along, but I also understand why it's convenient. And as the more I watch, I think part of me, when you've been grinding enough, I don't know that you actually want to watch somebody else be grinding either. So maybe mm -hmm. that is the best part. Yeah. Um, so we've got some follow-up information to last week's episode. Uh, this was based off of actually something I got for Christmas, which was the Stranger Things like Compendium. Uh, it was, what's it it's called? It's like a companion book, or I don't, was I don't, it a visual companion book? I don't know what, you know what? Um, you can talk about the artist. I'm okay. going to go grab the book. Give me a second. So last time when we were talking about our interests in art, and I believe that was a question from iProfit, that the, one of the artists I liked the most was Drew Struzan, who's really known for doing poster art and some really iconic ones. I think the Back to the Future ones are Drew Struzan. And we noticed that the Stranger Things artwork looks a lot like it because since... Well, you noted. Yeah, since Drew Suzanne started doing it, uh, his style, his very distinctive style, there's a lot of people who aren't him imitating it. And the artist for Stranger Things has been consistently uh, Kyle Lambert or Lambert from the beginning. And inside it, not only does he acknowledge that the style is like Drew Suzanne, but that he was inspired by it, right? Yeah, so it's Stranger Things worlds turned upside down the official behind-the-scenes companion. Right. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I like how what the effort they made to make it look like a used book that came out of uh, the the county bookstore. Yeah, they have, the one of, store. they have one of those red-orangey stickers on it that says Price is Fair, and they have it all uh, beat up uh, with a dust jacket on it so that the little fake tears don't actually turn into bigger real tears. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, they've they've... It's a pretty well put together book. Just it's visually interesting. They have a lot of like actual like visual design mm -hmm. within the books in each of the pages. Oh. Drew Struzan also did a few of the Star Wars, the original trilogy posters too, which are, are, are pretty cool. So I just want to point that out because it was just a funny connection, right? Almost right after we finished talking about that. Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll move on to the first question. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first question comes from Gabriel Ching, and they say, why don't you break through? And then uh, on a different video, I think it yep. was, uh, uh, a little while later, why don't you break through your characters? Yeah, so it, it's, all right, so th this is going to be one of those weird kind of things, but I'm going to compare it to that question where somebody asked you, uh, when did you stop beating your wife, right? It, it asks a question based on an incorrect assumption, and it becomes the kind of question where you can't just say yes or no and it almost makes you seem more defensive yeah to m make it appear as if you have something to hide why do you hate children <laughs> right okay so um exactly that's perfect so every card that we have at, at elite seven that has had a breakthrough has actually been taken through breakthrough right so you're assuming that we don't break through our characters we do but we don't always or or very rarely do we promote past elite seven um, and I think there's probably a handful of reasons. I mean, the, the most obvious one is uh, we don't have to, right? We don't need to unlock or play any more single-player levels. And the, one of the big advantages of having high elite players 
when you don't have good gear is the making the more powerful means that you have an advantage in the offline fights not in the multiplayer but only in the offline fights yeah and here so that's the second related thing right we have enough max gear that if we wanted to we could finish single player again and not need to go above elite 10 on anybody right because i think mm-hmm. the elite 10 came out that that breakthrough stuff came out after the last screen level right the level eight the bonus battle eight so we we were we were able to complete it we had completed it before breakthrough even uh, existed mm-hmm. um the other thing is all right so the other areas where it might be an advantage multiplayer it is not because not only do elite seven golds give you max battle points um when you just level them up even further it gets harder to fight you're matched against tough opponents yeah. And the higher you go, the more often you'll face Astro So it's not so much necessarily that the opponents are tougher that makes it worse in multiplayer, but that you're more likely to face Astro Harness so that any kind of fighting you do is going to take longer. That makes sense, yeah, because the lower-level teams tend to have a little bit worse gear on average. Yeah. I To, to me, the main value promoting past... P- potential value promoting past Elite 7 is in offline play because since the matchmaker and multiplayer will just put you up against tougher teams you're going to be facing tougher opponents until you reach the absolute limit at the top where then you might get a slight advantage if you're already fighting that. Mm. But really the real actual advantage is in offline play. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for having lower level characters where you're not facing the same homogenous best stat best teams all with right. astro harness because in the lower levels of play you can actually get a lot more variety for who you're who you're fighting against and that makes it more fun yeah so i think there's like a kind of second level of advantage because uh, th- there's a hidden advantage of engagement that isn't actually measured in any of the stats, right? It has nothing right. to do with how easy or hard oh. a fight is. Right. It'd be like it would be like if you're looking at stocks and you're looking at the coefficient of um, volatility, so that the you know certain things that, that's not obvious from where the stock price started and where the stock price ends up and how much money you make. Part of it is that how you got there in terms of just grinding for your battle points. It makes a huge difference to me at least when I get to face different people. Yeah, yeah, and I think at the end of the day. If it's if you max out at the five thousand battle points, right, mm-hmm. uh, and you are fighting fights that are more interesting to you, then it has more value than five thousand battle points, but yeah. boring fights. Yeah. Oh, and the I guess a secondary point I just want to point it to with Astro Harness, when you're facing Astro Harness, the reason why it's not a problem, but also one of the things that are necessary if you want to actually be facing it is. I think Tantu Totem. I mean, a good yeah. tank will do the job, but Tantu Totem does it better because what it means is that you're um, not actually having to eat any damage. Mm-hmm. You're just wasting their time until their invulnerability is done because you just keep on getting your power back. Yeah, it basically just cancels out the effect in exchange for your time. The majority of the time, unless you screw up and end up getting whacked yeah. around a little bit. Yeah, And some some guys like this team, we've actually kept at Elite 5 yeah. because they're just good enough for everything we'll want to do with them. Yeah. So there we go. The next question comes from Julius the Shark, and they ask, or it's not really a question, it's more of a comment. They say, I think Arkham Origins Joker synergizes quite well with the Quake engine. And it's true. I mean, there's lots of things that that are good, but when you look at Arkham Origins Joker, all right, so he's an Arkham guy, so he gets the the synergy when there's Arkham teammates that give um, benefits that have a passive that helps their... Uh, if they're on an Arkham team, right? Mm-hmm. So is Arkham Origins Joker better than Arkham Knight Catwoman? 
Uh, to me, Arkham Knight Catwoman is sort of the ultimate um, damage over time in that group. And I think... I, maybe this is the point that it's impossible to be everything to everybody, right? Because my personal preference for damage over time is bleed. Mm. Because not only is it damage, but it means other damage is magnified. So you get a, a 20% boost for the first one, and if you can stack three bleeds, you get a 60% boost to damage. Yeah. Um, and no, it's no secret, right? That our preference for fights is to just wail away at the guys. Fast fights, uh, big damage, high damage rate. Mm-hmm. High DPS. DPS, damage per second. And you can see where, where that strategy fails, right? When we're fighting against the Red Sun Green Lantern teams. Because, um, it, well, it potentially fails. It actually doesn't. But where we struggle because it takes us longer when yeah. uh, Injustice, or sorry, New 52 Wonder Woman tags in, in that case, does not wipe out the first person. Mm-hmm. And it, the fights drag on. But then that's where you actually see the value of a bleed strategy when Injustice 2 Aquaman comes in. If he's got two or three bars of power two or three special ones all the bleed damage stacks and then you tag in new 52 wonder woman and you do damage really really quick right so it's almost yeah she's got the crit damage back right yeah everything is chipping away because you get a lot more damage and you get all this damage over time stacked up so it's really on a couple levels just pretty spectacular yeah the rate at which the right all right so we see this now we can see this now i mean he 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 can take crit hits, right? But really, three special ones. And the last special isn't even necessary. Like, he basically had no health by the time the special yeah. one launched. I mean, the real question, the more interesting question is, not the real question, they're all real questions. The more interesting question is, how dangerous is it going to be building a team around damage over time when there's a chance that you're going to be facing Blackest Night Flash? Oh, that's true. Because he's going to... Re- it's like all the other... St- stuff right whenever there's something that seems overpowered and then they bring in some sort of like a you know plot twist yeah and all of a sudden instead of being advantage this might actually be disadvantage but like other things that might sound good on paper i'm not sure that we're going to be no be able to know how well it does until we've played it out a bit to see how the numbers are because in offline plane it feels like the amount of health that they get back is about the same as the damage over time, so it's more like a negation of damage over time than it That's is true. an actual advantage. And it might still give you, well, the the damage boost, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's that's just it. So the, to me, bleed is way better, because I can't even remember what the effect of poison is. Is it that maybe you do less damage on your hits? I don't remember. I can't remember either, but to me, like, you know, it's one of those things where there's so much information... I, dis- I play it out a bit, I get a feel for what it's like, and I decide what I like, and then I just mm-hmm. go with it. And sometimes it's worth revisiting. But in that case, I guess, you know, lots of guys are good with Quake Engine, but, you know, each each of us has our own preference, and my preference is for Arkham Knight Catwoman above all other Arkham um, damage over time guys. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it does just come down to who you prefer to some extent. There's right. some characters that are strictly better, and then there's some characters where... You like them better. Yeah, because maybe you had them first. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to play forever with the Silver Green Arrow and the Silver Harley Quinn because those yeah. were the first two Silver guys that I got that had promotions from the packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it was Black Adam. Oh, he was the gold first Black gold. Adam. Yeah. Remember when that was when there was the glitch and there was that bonus for how many players had oh, joined Oh, one million players or whatever. You got like something like 30,000 credits and I managed to get it like four times. Without, Accidentally. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was even before we started consciously trying to exploit glitches yeah uh and so i just ended up getting basically like a gold pack right off the start for right right at the very very beginning right. and you ended up using 
um, somebody's console sign in for WBID to get some prison gold characters right off in the beginning. Right, but so my prison Superman is a gold that isn't as good as Black Adam. And there was somebody else too, wasn't it? Um, Batman? Wasn't there like a animated have... Batman Beyond or something like that? Uh, you could be right. You could be right, but it was definitely one of the weaker golds, and I, uh, the Batman Beyond definitely was one of them. Not the animated one, but the Batman Beyond definitely was one of them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think yeah, you, there was two yep. golds right off yep. the start. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, our next question comes from GMD Costa Rica NB, and they ask, "What is the best way to promote any character and get the most damage in life? Uh, gridding, I'm assuming they're saying grinding to level 50 the characters and promote it, or do it from level one? Please help me, guys." And then Apocalypse commented in a reply, It's a combination of both promote and level, but it has been recommended by BD Secure Gaming to max level first so you can balance your teams out so they're not under or overpowered. And and I think that's good. I think um, from the way that the question is f- formatted, uh, the person might not be clear. And I say the person, you know, our demographic, I checked recently, something like 97% male. Well, that, that, that identifies me. I mean, there's also some people that might not, and that actually, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. well, I guess your point is the absolutely right one, that if we're going to guess, we're going to be 90-something percent, 97% chance right if we just yeah. assume male. And I hope that's a indication of the uh, content that we're making and the fan base of the content and not somehow the, the actual thing we're producing. <laughs> because that would be a word statistic yeah. uh, if it was an indication of uh, what we're doing over here. <laughs> yeah, I think, and you know what, we've probably proven over time with, uh, not that we've proven to ourselves over time by checking the stats, where what we do and what we think the quality of what we've been doing has been changing and when it's good, it doesn't seem to make a difference. A lot of it has to do with the interest in the game and when a new uh, update hits, our views go up no matter how much content we get or how good it is. It yeah. really is just, it's the natural interest in the game. The ebbs and flow or ebbs and flows is that the expression ebbs and flows over time yeah oh i thought i turned the sound off on that um okay uh but i guess to be clear you end up in the same stats no matter what you can't gain right. or lose stats just kind of out of nowhere right so no matter which direction you go it goes that uh it, you get the max stats when you get to whatever level 50 elite 7 or level 60 elite 10 but i think the yeah. key is this when you have found the ideal level because the point we're making earlier is i think that there's actually an ideal level and if you go higher Mm -hmm. you lose a bit of your advantage yeah and the thing about it is you're always going to gain xp you can't lock yourself at a certain level right what you do have control over is the elite level so when you're early in the game i would say uh, for, you know, non-online multiplayer exclusives and non-challenge characters, you're probably pretty safe for most of them to up, to get them to at least Elite 5, and for a yeah. lot of them, probably Elite 7. And the way that I would do that is, if they're at their max level, and you're not getting maximum battle points mm-hmm. at whatever Elite level they are, if you take them online, a full team of, you yeah. know, uh, people, then I think it's fair to Elite each of them up one level i think that's that's safe until you're at around max battle points i think there's no real kind of long-term harm in leading them up so that's that's an important distinction to make right so if it's somebody that you plan on playing long term in multiplayer yeah then if you can and that's an important qualification i'll get into later but if you can you really should get them up to level 50 first and then 
promote them as you play them to figure out yeah. what's the right level. But Especially if they're in a team, because right, then you should right. keep all the team around right. the same kind of stats. But if you're starting out and you actually need them to be useful to grind to get through the offline play, then promoting to them as high as you can, as fast as you can is better, because then they'll be powerful and useful early on. But that's really only for early play. Yeah. Oh, this ties into another question that we had. And it, it, it's going to come up later, but I think maybe we could pull it up now. Who? Is uh, from Matthew Bergner. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the next video, could you please briefly mention whether it would be a good idea to promote on my comic Catwoman or just sell the extra cards? Ideally, I would want to level up and promote every card in the game, but on my comic seems like one I can definitely hold off on. I'm working with Arkham Knight and Earth 2 characters right now, so the extra credits could always come in handy, but I was just wondering your collective opinion of on my comic's usefulness as well as value based on rarity or otherwise. Your input is much appreciated. I always enjoy watching your videos. And um, I, I what I would say to this is, if you're planning on eventually maxing everything out, I feel like selling a character for credits for something else is probably not a great idea. Right. Just uh, especially if it's on my Kame challenge character, right? Right. So if you have her unlocked in the store, that's different. Uh, that's more okay. If, but even then, if it, you're still if the next if you decide later to promote her, yeah. you're paying 100 percent of promotion price. Right now, you're only going to get back 30% of that promotion price when you sell an extra copy. Mm -hmm. So if there's definitely if there's something that you really, really want early on, to me, the only value in selling her would be to get gear lockers. Yeah. And gear lockers is such a random kind of thing that you're going to potentially get burnt on it anyways. Mm -hmm. So my temptation, it's like when we were playing Pokemon and I'd save all my rare candies, I think. I want to save it because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get my best, next one. I just want to keep on promoting. And then I, at the end of the game, I'd end up with like, you know, like hundreds of rare candies that I never used because I was thinking, yeah. just in case for later. And I think that's where I'd end up with Amikami because I think uh, my feeling was save the extra copies because it, later if I decide I actually want it, I'm going to feel so burnt having to do three times more than three times as many generate more than three times as many power credits yeah to do it but there's also the chance that there's going to be a power credit glitch at some point in the future and then you can just put in you know that 10 15 20 minutes right. and get back all you've done so if you've if you've unlocked her in the store i would say then it's a question still if you haven't i would say it's not a question you want to keep her and then after that i think you need to figure out how much you want something right now and when you're talking about you know ideally long term you'd like to have everybody elited what kind of long term are we talking about here right? right how long do you think you're going to continue playing and uh just from a mechanical level do you ever think you're going to get to that point do you think you're going to be willing to put the time in right and uh i think that's a very hard question to answer without knowing uh you know a lot more about you i think we we need yeah. to know not only where you are in the game uh, but how much time you have to dedicate right. it to it every day. Your attitude how much, towards How game. much you're still enjoying it, right? How right. how long you tend to play stuff like this if you've played stuff like this before, and if you haven't, uh, then just whatever your best guess for how long you might play it for. Right. So there's a lot of factors here, and I, I, I mean, I guess your vote is kind of more just a generally no. And my vote is a maybe, where if you legitimately think that you're never going to get to the point where it's important and it's um already unlocked in your store then yeah you can go ahead and sell for some stuff right now i think yeah. that's i think that's a decent way of you know kind of jump starting the stuff that you have to play with and making the time mm -hmm. that you do spend with the game maybe a little more fun and the slightly deviating pathway that i've got that i would uh support is promoter promote the heck out of her get her right to the top use her to grind 
unless you've got a full grinding team that you don't need to recharge and you don't need to wait for it, she would be useful to generate more power credits long term. That's true. So, and but that's that's a question of how long you play and exactly. how how spaced out it is. So if that's you right. play enough, if you tend to play more, but in single sittings, and you're running out of energy, then yeah, um, yep. leading her up so that she's usable to grind with is valuable. Yeah. But if you play kind of more dispersed, where you don't tend to um, need more, you know, grinding teams than what you already have, then you don't need her for a grinding team. Right. If she's just for collection, then she's not that great, and you're actually fine. So, and it, I guess in that way, it also depends on your your mindset and how much of a completionist you are. And so, even if you ended up getting to the, the day where you spent, you know, I don't know, a thousand hours on injustice, and you're right. you're finishing up whatever loose ends you have, uh, if Amekame is an important loose end for you to finish up, or, or if loose ends, you know as they were, are even important at all. Right. I mean, I know that I've been able to give up some of my obsessive compulsive tendencies, where I used to feel like I needed to max out every character, not only have every character, but max out all of them as high as they potentially could go. And I've gotten away from that as I started valuing multiplayer play more. Yeah. So, I guess that sort of answers it. Mm-hmm. So, we've got another question here. These are all kind of related to... Uh, the, the, the early the, strategy. Yeah, early early oh. game. The same kind of theme of collection and so, purchasing and resources. Ur strategy. You know, ur is the the. Um, I have no clue. Prefix that means like from like the primordial, basic, original kind of strategy. And it feels like it's the it, it's the perfect term for this because it's that overall. Wait, what? What was that? Ur. You are. You are. Okay. Ur strategy. And that that means basic like the primordial like the original kind of the fundamental almost like an archetype but not not exactly there's a few i should look that up i should before i start spouting off but it just seemed like a, a good word i'll take your word for it it's, yeah all right uh and that word is er apparently well it's not a, it's not a word it's a prefix oh like meta wait so how is it a prefix like in what context what is it affixed to well it, you can affix it to anything like, it's the way, you know, like, the way people have started using the word meta for strategy. All right, so hold on. I'm going I'm to Google this right now. Okay. And so it's it's combining form. It's a prefix. It's primitive, original, earliest, like, er text. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And it sounds like it's, oh, it's from German. That's not a prefix I've heard before. Yeah, that makes sense. It was an important, oh, so er apparently was an important Sumerian city-state in ancient Mesopotamia. Which but is that's not, we're, not, okay. Not what we're talking about. Okay, well, we... <laughs> We have a question here from Esteban Michael uh, Wojtenek. I don't know how to pronounce that. Neither do I. There's a there's a J, W O J T E N E K Aldas, uh, and then. All right, so Esteban to me is Hispanic. Wojtenek is more like Eastern European. Um, I don't know. Okay, so anyways, so let us know. Actually, we're curious about um, where your names came from and how to pronounce your name. If you're actually listening to this, that's true. Uh, they say. Hi guys, love your videos. I have a question. Could you please do a quick guide for what booster packs to buy when you are a beginner? All right, so that's kind of cool. We're getting New Year. Oh, I forgot to say Happy New Year, everybody. Today oh, is that's New true. Year's Day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so New Year question from a relatively new player. Yeah, and we've we've done this rundown before, but uh, it changes over time. It cha- I think as, yeah, as the new things are added to the game. So I think to start out, you probably want. Uh, a very limited number of bronze packs just to get some kind of fodder for your team. Right. So you start out with three characters, and I think you actually earn characters. 
pretty yes, early you do. in. in the so um, you want to maybe buy, I don't know, a handful of bronze packs. It depends on exactly how much you're playing. The, the good thing about bronze packs is a lot of times you can get cards that pay you back. So the cost of bronze packs is way less than 8000 And sometimes you but get But that's the right only card. once you started to get all the support cards unlocked. Right. Because you can't that's sell true. them back. That's true. So uh, you, In that case, the support cards are actually useful because you don't want to pay for them. Yeah, eight thousand is actually a pretty good price because you get a character and some some stuff. So what you want to do is buy bronze packs until you have enough teams that uh, you feel okay stopping when you <coughs> run out of energy for everybody. Not necessarily enough teams that you can't can never run out of energy because that's I think a little too much to invest in bronzes right off the bat. Yeah. But when when you run out of bronzes and you're like, okay, this is fine. I've played enough for now. Now, if you're playing enough already at the beginning, you get high enough into the maybe bonus battle one or two then I would actually, as soon as you can, give up on the bronze packs and go straight to the uh, the gold daily the discount at uh, 25% off golds. Yeah. Because they will help you advance way better. But th- here's the problem. I think originally to me the goal was to get the bonus battle six as fast as you can. Now that the challenge characters are so much stronger, my I think the goal is to be able to finish the challenge, get as many copies of the challenge characters as possible. With the reset. Right. And then that's how you actually improve your game and get further. Yeah. And so that might mean if you're confident that you have, when you have some other golds uh, lined up, actually maybe purchasing people directly from the store to be able to complete the requirements. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. So if the variety of characters that you can get in gold will help you get through the subsequent challenges, like let's say, for example, this challenge you can get through. Because you're spending that money, this is the sort of the cheapest rate you can get a gold character for. Yeah. You get a better chance of lots of variety. Listen, you either get variety or you get to promote somebody that you've already got, which is mm-hmm. even luckier because then you get you can advance through the game faster. Yeah. And then, so there's sort of a big steps, right? So when you mm-hmm. save enough for the, the discount gold packs each day, that's one threshold. But when you can save enough for one of those targeted packs that have mm-hmm. three spe- specific characters every time so you can promote them really cheaply and early then that becomes even better but, yeah because then you've got a really solid team that can take you through almost right. all a single player and our original valuation saying that was the absolute best way to do it had more to do with the challenge coming every th- uh like th- lasting three weeks having a week in between so they come basically every four weeks yeah because this way in a three-week span if you can complete all three challenges you can get a full team max leaded out right. if you have the time to put in to get them there right so that's why to me the the focus is skewed more towards uh, being ready for each challenge yeah. than it ever was before. So that's why I think the discount goal has become even more important, not specifically to create a team that can help you grind a bonus battle six, but to help you have a full enough roster to complete each challenge, have the requirements there, and as a secondary issue, get to bonus battle six if you don't happen to be able to accumulate challenge characters fast enough. Yeah, and I would even posit that right at the beginning, maybe you do actually want to spend some cash on a silver pack or two. I think silver is a decent kind of bridge. If you The, the problem is, early in the game, there's going to be places, because of the nature of the single player, where basically your issue is just that your guys aren't strong enough to beat it. Right. And if your guys aren't strong enough to beat it, and you're making money really slow, and you want to get that kind of little bit of a push, I think it there is some value to getting a silver character to be kind of the stopgap so that it lets you get to a point where you actually can make more money from grinding. So I think that's a little bit of up to your discretion. And it's even more true, actually, if you're able to get, and this is the hard part, getting one silver character up high enough is not too expensive, but getting three is, 
but once you can break them through, a level 60 elite 10 silver character can get you really far in the game. Yeah, but that's a long, long way off when you're talking yeah. about a new player and what packs that's they're going to buy. So I still think that the best money is in the uh, the discount daily golds Yeah, as a sort of a pathway to getting each of the challenge characters and grinding while you're doing it. Yeah. But I think... And I think you can also even grind the challenge early on for some pretty good money, even if you just want to earn some bronze packs, if you can only do two ladders. But the late stage uh, improvement and the ability to win in multiplayer has everything to do with gears. Yeah. And it'll be gear lockers. So actually, that's the other part. So if if the multiplayer stuff is important to you, I think that the, the part you were talking about, about promoting bronze characters matters because if you promote your bronze characters fully, you may not get full battle points, but you'll also be facing a lot of teams that don't have full gear that puts you at a disadvantage when you yeah. don't have the gear yourself. That's true. So, um, and the problem is when we were playing, we actually never played with gear, so we're not sure. Oh yeah, when we started. It, yeah, yeah, so we're not sure about exactly when the purchasing of gear comes into play and when it's important. But uh, I think a good kind of rule of thumb for that is uh, you kind of just have to look in online multiplayer and see with your better teams how much gear you're facing. Right. And uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna struggle a lot more with those teams unless you have gear about as good as the people you're fighting against. So for that, you can play it by ear. And if you spend more money on gear, if or if you spend enough money on gear that you have better than the average you're facing, it right. means you're gonna have easier fights. So that's how I would kind of do gear is I would at the very least try to keep up with whatever the team that you prefer to play in online, whatever gear the opponents have. Yeah. And at best, ideally you would put more into the point where yeah. your gear is better so that you actually have easier fights. Right. So that's I think our best guide. It's not super comprehensive, but that's a kind of general kind of roadmap of yeah. the places that you should be looking to hit. The milestones. I, I don't think there's an absolutely right or wrong answer. Part of it will, it, a lot of it is, it depends. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. kind of exciting too, because I think that lets you, you know, make what is legitimately a meaningful decision. Right. Because you can spend, you know, a discount gold pack worth of money on a b- ton of bronze packs, and uh, I don't think that's the right way to go, especially if you have all that money saved up. But, you right. know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're, maybe you're playing a ton and you want enough teams that you actually never have to stop playing, even if right at the beginning, the only way to do that is to make sure they're all bronzes. Right. And, and that's that's a viable way to play, too. If you have the time to put in, then, you know, uh, giving you that the ability to grind as much as possible is worth something. Right. And I think you don't need to worry too much because the, the actual balancing of the early game means that you're getting a pretty constant trickle of decent new stuff, uh, even if you end up saving up for stuff. Right. I think that's a good point, right? Just the act of buying packs sometimes yeah. can be part of the excitement of the game. Yeah, and the and the, er, the early game gives you a lot of kind of possibility space. And you're going to be spending money on, like, upgrading specials. That's something right. that I don't even really think we think about too much anymore. Right. Right? Is upgrading, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, upgrading your specials to uh, make them deal more damage. So you're going to have to spend some money on that too, right? So what we're talking about in strict costs isn't going to be your exact mileage right. with this, but you... You, I think you just want to get to each bonus battle as fast as you can. Oh, but here's the thing, too. Because we don't have to upgrade them, but we also uh, have lost the other joy of, happy, uh, ha- ha- by happenstance, getting upgrade cards. On yeah. Because we want to upgrade anyways oh, out of the packs. That's right? true. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. 
Our next question comes from random user 16345E, and they say, I have a question. So I've gotten a lot of my characters to Elite 10 or 7, level 60 or 50, uh, and then in brackets, I did this when I was pretty bad at the game. I know using Elite 5, level 50s is a lot better. What should I do? Any recommend any recommended teams that are good to use a bit higher up, excluding Arkham Origins Deadshot, as I haven't been able to get him. And then a comment later. In terms of the Justice League team, you went over, my new 52 Wonder Woman is Elite 10 level 60, Injustice 2 Aquaman is Elite 7 level 50, and new 52 Superman is Elite 2 level 50. And, uh, I mean, one thing that you can do, um, which is kind of the only way to get people at a lower elite level other than totally restarting is i know that that's one of the possible modifications you can make to the game so if you oh, can you either, like a hack yeah so um if you can either hack that or figure out somebody to hack that for you that's a way if it's really important to you to get to kind of the lower levels not that we endorse it or <laughs> encourage it anyway i mean maybe that's sort of the point of what we've done so far is that we've tried to do it in a way that doesn't involve hacking but yeah. you're right i mean one that's of the most extreme option yeah if you really you can't deal with people as high elite as your characters are. Yeah, because this is this is one of the flaws, and I think this would improve the game so much if it, it would allow you to, even if it did it irreversibly, to reduce the promotion of your characters. Yeah. By choice. I mean, oh, the team... Not, like, irreversibly, like, you couldn't elite them back up. You mean irreversibly, like, it would just consume whatever resources you spend eliting them? Right, so that it's not that you could just jump like turn it down like a volume knob like yeah. volume dial but just so it would bring it back and if you wanted them back up again you'd have to do the work to get them back up again yeah because the mat the matchmaking system uh really doesn't do you any favors for having more wow. stuff pumped into your character all right so what, see how much how little damage you took from that special two from shazam that was pretty good um but so the and the other point is with this particular team that you're asking about right so you've got elite 10 level 60 wonder woman elite 7 level 50 aquaman and elite and, 2 yeah just promote them this is a team that actually performs really well at elite 10 level 60 mm -hmm. but the key if you want them to do well again is tattoo totem and also a balanced team yeah elite exactly. 2 is not gonna serve right you here but that's so just promote them all up and as long as you've got Tantu Totem, I think this team is going to be able to handle the higher level teams that you can do. I mean, that was the point when we did our whole best team videos, right? There's a series there. If you want to look, just look up BDC PR, um, playlist, best team. Yeah. And you'll see three different versions of best teams that we've done. And there's a reason why this one is the one we're playing with. Not because it's the fastest here, because I think Flashpoint is actually fa marginally faster at this level. Mm -hmm. But because that other team is good here, and it gets even better at the higher level, even if it's not necessarily faster. Because facing somebody like MetaHuman Flash with the Astro Harness, we're powering up our team already. Look, they've got, everybody's got two bars. We're still at one bar, and we're still powering up the rest of our team. We're going to get to three bars before anybody tags in. Look, everybody's three bars already. And Astro <laughs> Harness is what gave it to us. Yeah. And we're still doing it because um, New 52 Superman still powers up even though there's two bars showing only. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Whatever. So that should be, like, he should come in with two, like, uh, two 100% boosts to his damage. Yeah. And any other team, you'd be frustrated because it would just be killing time, but in this case, it's they're just getting stronger. Look at that. So look at the bleed. I mean, it's crazy, right? Check so that this is, out. And now, because Quake Engine drops it on the next guy, and look, look how fast. He's attacking us, and in his one combo, he lost half his health. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty spectacular. Because of dam- damage over time that he did not take directly, but was uh, land or sort of reapplied re- reapplied to him. from the quake engine. Yeah. So bleed damage is, is spectacular, and that's his own. I, sh- I mm. should point that out, right? Like, it's not we're not relying on some some other piece of gear to give it to him. Yep. And there we go. Our next question comes from Audels. Adele's? I don't know. A-U-D-E-L apostrophe S. Actually, we're out of footage, but we're just going to finish this anyways. Yeah. Adele's Fortnite clips, and they say, I have a question. How do I upgrade my Blackest Night Flash? It says I have to get him from the packs, but there isn't a pack that contains him since he was an online event reward. And then they follow up in a reply, and they say, I think they should add an event which you need Blackest Night Flash in order to get other one, so it could stay exclusive to players who grinded the online event. I'm going to Maybe answer the question and maybe disagree a little bit with the comment. Yeah, because I, I disagree with making any content harder to get. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, so, all right, so they've made mistakes like that before with characters who are multiplayer exclusives having on the back of their card something saying that they're available in packs. They did that with Ares, they did that with Cassandra King Batgirl, yeah. and they eventually fixed it. Mm-hmm. So we have a history of that. <coughs> and while it even might technically be true that they're available in packs, so sometimes we have special occasion packs that cost real mm-hmm. money, and they pot- potentially have every card that's been available, and that sort of blurs the line between multiplayer exclusive and those that are available in packs. But you know these multiplayer rewards are typically much more readily available in multiplayer and very much less readily readily available in packs. I got to tickle my throat. I'm trying to get everything out before I start coughing into the microphone. <coughs> yeah, and just your point about making something exclusive, and especially making something exclusive with a specific character, is it just it it doesn't feel good to anybody who doesn't have it. <coughs> and I would like to maybe pause it that there's no advantage in this game f- it, for to having something that other people don't. You don't gain anything. And right. so there's, there, there might be kind of a sense of having collected it, but I think there's no real kind of value added. So it's mo- it would mostly just be making the people who didn't get it feel crappy about it, and I think most of the what would make it feel good is the fact that there would be people who didn't have it and felt a little crappy about it. I don't think there would be much intrinsic kind of bonus value. I think the only yeah. reason it would be better is if it was something that, for example, was specific and weird and maybe changed the meta changed what teams people would um put in to fight it and if it was more exclusive you know there would be less of it floating around it online so people wouldn't feel uh the need to you know adjust to fight that character or piece of gear as much so that's the but that that advantage seems like a kind of insignificant one and i feel like anything that lets the most people get the most stuff as long as it doesn't totally take away the sense of having earned it is is the way to go for this yeah i can't find anything to disagree with there so there we go is that everything that is okay uh to finish up we've got a patreon patreon.com slash bdckr or the you can click on our face in the bottom right corner at the end of the video but more importantly, as always, a huge thank you to our patrons. We have Console Peasant, Eddie G, and Edwin Felix, who are supporting us at the highest last word tier. iProfit at the Your Message Here tier. And we've got Sean Farrell and Daniel Simonson, who are supporting us on the credited level. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Komoda. Komoda.